everyone. Ryan Kennedy here. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode, I am diving into some of the top health benefits and also best practices when it comes to sauna therapy. I'm sure you've heard at one point or another that using saunas are very beneficial for your health. And because of this, the sauna industry as a whole is really expanded, you know, due to increased consumer demands and all this very compelling research demonstrating the positive benefits and a lot of the just increases in your vitality and quality of life. But I get a lot of questions on saunas because it's challenging for someone to know what type of sauna they should buy, you know, what type is best, whether they should get an infrared or a traditional dry sauna or use the steam room or you know, all these different things I'm going to unpack in today's episode. The best temperature in terms of how hot you should get the sauna Ideal duration, you know, how long should you stay in there? How frequently you should use the sauna? Is this like an everyday thing? Is this like a twice a week thing? And so I'm going to dive through all of that, as well as some of the main scientifically proven health benefits of sauna usage and what you really need to keep in mind to maximize these benefits. So if you follow me on Instagram or if you keep up with my work, you know, I'm a sauna fanatic. I use my sauna pretty close to daily. I'd say average six days a week. And I absolutely love it. It is one of the single best strategies I've ever found or, you know, tools I've have at my disposal to really ramp up my quality of life. And what I mean by that is ramp up my energy levels, clear my head, have laser focus and good mental output, feel this rejuvenation and just this whole new sense of vitality from when you go in versus when you get out. It's similar benefits as you would experience with the workout. You get these endorphins going, so you get a mood elevation. You feel really, really relaxed during, and it's just de-stresses you. It's absolutely phenomenal. And it's obviously very easy because you're just sitting, sitting in a sauna. Like you don't have to exert the same amount of willpower or effort as you do with working out or doing, you know, having the same type of sweating, but through exercise and do sweating. And so there's a few types of saunas. I want to dive into that first. We have our standard, what's referred to as a Finnish sauna. This is, a, you know, saunas are crazy popular in Finland. And a Finnish sauna is just a standard dry sauna. And the temperature usually goes up really high. There's usually some sort of heating mechanism in the corner, like a, with stones that you could add water to. And there's this heater and basically a box of wood. And that's about it. It's usually cedar wood. It could be lots of different woods. That is sauna type number one. And it's basically a, uh, the finished sauna oftentimes will have some steam. Uh, a traditional dry sauna is the same exact thing, but without the steam. And then you have the infrared sauna. These are saunas that contain incandescent infrared lamps, primarily near, mid and far infrared. Uh, depending on the sauna, they might have a combination of these spectrums. A lot of them are just far infrared. And these don't get as hot. They typically go from like one, you know, up to up to about 140, 150. Some go as high as 160 degrees Fahrenheit. There's no steam. It's also a, a dry sauna. And these are going to be uh, absolutely fantastic. I actually like near infrared the most as far as light spectrums because it has the deepest tissue penetration. And so those are the, your main sauna types, right? And they all have their own set of benefits. The one that I actually advise against is steam rooms. Not a fan of steam rooms, fellas. I don't know why I said fellas, ladies, people listening to this. You get a lot of humidity in the steam room. And the thing that creates that humidity is water through the moisture. Well, when you take water, like municipal tap water, 
and you turn it into a vapor, you're causing all the chemicals in that water to turn into a gas state and you're breathing those in through your lungs. It's the same thing why I don't love people taking super hot steamy showers unless they have some sort of water filtration system. Because when you steam that water through the, through the steam sauna, now you're breathing in all the chlorine or chloramines or the fluoride or the heavy metals or all the nasty constituents that are in most city water supplies. And if you go to the health club or the gym, they don't have some high-end water filtration system filtering all of the water going into the facility. There could be ex some exceptions, but for the most part, that's probably not the case. And so I'm not a fan of it for that reason, due to some of the toxicity. The other thing is they just harbor toxic mold. There's tons of mold issues because of the humidity. It means a wet, hot, damp, enclosed environment. That is the condition mold and mold spores thrive in. So even if they're cleaning it pretty regularly, there's still the you know, susceptibility to a lot of mold. And anytime there's any potential for mold, I'm out. I don't fuck with mold. That is can be just devastating to your health and really mess people up. And so because of that, I like dry saunas and I like infrared saunas. Those are the two. They both have different benefits I'm going to dive into uh, as we get further into this episode. But before we do that, I want to talk about sauna contraindications. So before I dive into all the benefits, it's important to know who should not use the sauna. So first off, it's pregnant women. You know, some people will say lower temps at the early stages of pregnancy can be okay. I would say just play it safe. People with uh, major cardiovascular complications, maybe not the best idea to use a sauna. People who have like aortic stenosis, probably not a good idea to jump in a hot sauna. And then also, uh, if you are looking to conceive, let's say you are a man particularly who wants to impregnate his female counterpart and you want to uh, have a you know, very advantageous sperm count. Well, because you are heating up your body, including your testicles, it will decrease sperm count. So what I've had some of my guys do who use the sauna and were looking to conceive, I actually have them put an ice pack right on their ball sack in order to, and not directly on the skin, wear some boxers. You don't want the ice sticking to the skin. I think that goes without saying, but you want to cool, you want to cool your genitals. You want to cool your, uh, uh, your testicles because otherwise it can same, same with using a hot tub. If you're looking to impregnate your, uh, your wife or your, your, you know, your female in your life, you don't want to be using a ton of, you don't want to get your testicles super hot. It's not good for sperm count fellas. So those are the contraindications. Let's dive right into it. Uh, the best type of sauna is, in my opinion, the one that you can get access to, you know, and, and I love infrared, but after a lot of research, I found that a lot of infrared saunas on the market are emitting high levels of EMFs, non-native electromagnetic frequencies, and also a lot of radiation. And this non-ionizing radiation, the same type that's emitted from cell phones and Wi-Fis, it's extremely harmful to our bodies. So that's one thing that I'm very conscious of because you don't want to be blasting yourself with radiation while you're trying to enjoy a nice sauna session. Additionally, many of them are using toxic woods or adhesives, which outgas various chemicals. And that's extremely counterproductive if you're trying to detoxify chemicals from your body by using a freaking sauna. And a lot of the infrared heating mechanisms of most of these low cost saunas are just garbage. They're not very good uh, full spectrum heaters. And so I get a lot of people who are like, Ryan, I got this sauna at Costco. It was like 1200 bucks. And I'm like, okay. And they send it to me and I'm like, you couldn't pay me to use that thing. 
Uh, you, the company should be paying you 1200 bucks to, to use this Sonic because it is doing more harm than good. And that's a lot of companies. If you're buying a cheap sauna for like a thousand bucks, 2000 bucks, you're probably getting something that's pretty lousy and you're probably getting what you pay for. And so after a ton of research, my favorite sauna that I decided to purchase and invest in is a clear light sauna made by Jacuzzi. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for anyone that wants to inquire about their saunas. They can, they're pricey saunas, but it, I'm telling you, it's far better to spend more on a really high quality sauna than to try and save a few bucks and to just get something that's not even going to be beneficial for your body and defeat the whole purpose of owning and using the sauna. So I ultimately decided this was a great long-term investment in my health. The cost is well worth it. I have it in my garage. I use it almost every day. And for me, I mean, that's, I've had it for, gosh, I got that thing in the end of 2018. So I've had it for around four years, uh, going on for, fourth year. And <clears throat> It's honestly one of the best things I've ever invested in. So their stuff is low EMF. They use full spectrum heaters. They use high quality cedar wood. Uh, they're really top notch. So I'll put a link in for anyone that wants to learn more about saunas. They are dynamite. Um, now let me get into the health benefits. And just to be clear, the company I rattled off is not the only good company making good saunas. There are a few others, but you really do get what you pay for in the sauna industry I've, I've learned. So um, if you pay 1500 bucks and get one at like Walmart, it's probably not going to be a great sauna. Uh, On to the health benefits. Obviously, you get a lot of detoxification through sweat. Skin is one of the three major organs of detoxification in our body. We got our skin, we got our liver, and we got our kidneys. And the research is really clear that the uh, regular sweating is absolutely essential for elimination of a lot of these toxic chemicals we pick up through our environment. And most of these compounds like heavy metals and, and glyphosate and pesticides and all sorts of other things are actually preferentially excreted through sweat over other elimination pathways, which is really fascinating. And there's actually a really cool study from 2012 that was published in the Journal of Environmental Health that demonstrated high mercury levels were normalized with daily sweat therapy. So using the sauna daily brought elevated mercury levels, one of the most toxic heavy metals, down to sub, you know, the, the below the threshold of elevation. Uh, with the daily sauna. So that's absolutely fantastic. And while I'm doing a sauna therapy, I like to use different binders. Uh, one of the things I've, I've learned from uh, one of my mentors in the functional medicine space is even though you're detoxing, you're sweating out your skin externally, your body's also detoxing and, and purging things into the GI tract to be eliminated through your uh, detox pathways out through your stool or through your urine. And in order to really bind onto a lot of those things, you want to use binders like uh, zeolite, activated uh, coconut charcoal. Uh, there's also some uh, humic and fulvic minerals I really like to use. There's a whole bunch of different binders you could use that are great for this. And that's something I take pre-sauna. You can also use like some chlorella, help to bind onto some of these heavy metals that may get mobilized during the sauna session to help them get excreted out of the body. So I'm a huge fan of that. And <clears throat> you know, there's tons of research on this. I mean, there was a study in 2017 that demonstrated uh, that regular sauna usage is an effective and therapeutic um, method for eliminating a lot of these different flame retardants and chemicals that we're exposed to through our household furniture. A lot of times when you buy a couch or uh, you buy a mattress, they're induced with these uh, flame retardant chemicals, which is in one sense, a good thing. You're like, well, I don't want this shit to catch on fire. That's awesome. I, don't, I want flame retardants. But the downside is 
a lot of these chemicals are not good for us and they outgas and we get exposed to them through our homes. And so we don't want to be, you know, it's kind of like a, 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 not the best situation. And so there's a lot of other chemicals too, like, you know, the common uh, compound in plastic that people talk about, bisphenol A, BPA, uh, which they've taken out of plastic for the most part, but there's still lots of other bisphenol compounds that are in plastic. So steer clear of plastic guys. Uh, but it, it's been shown to be uh, eliminated through regular perspiration, through regular sweating. And there's lots of lots and lots of studies demonstrating the detoxification benefits from sweating in a sauna. So I'm a huge fan of it for that reason. We get exposed to a lot of chemicals. There's like 80,000 odd chemicals in our environment. And the more we could get out of our bodies, the better. And sauna is a great way to do that. And one of the reasons you probably feel lighter and better after and, and just clearer, because a lot of these Chemicals can cause a lot of brain fog. They can cause a lot of other, you know, issues in the body with your energy production and, and cause fatigue. So that's another reason I think the sauna creates such a nice, like kind of a, a, a boost in your quality of life. Next would be it's increasing your body's fat burning ability. So sauna therapy helps to increase the rate of what's called lipolysis, which is the breakdown of fat cells. And this is really helpful because a lot of people may be unable to exercise. Let's say you're uh, extremely overweight, or maybe you have an injury, or maybe you have some sort of uh, pain or debilitating uh, physical issue with your structure that makes it so you can't do many exercises in terms of actually moving. Uh, well, you could probably still sit in a sauna. And in obese individuals, a study found that in two weeks of repeated sauna therapy was shown to significantly decrease body fat and overall weight. I mean, that is huge for someone that just wants to go on in the sauna, read a book, scroll on your phone, listen to some music, listen to a podcast like this one, love jamming out to some podcasts or audiobooks in the sauna. I will get to the next part of what I do in the sauna, but that's great. And then it, sauna usage, uh, back to the benefits, number three, it increases heat, heat shock proteins. Uh, so this heat exposure experience in the sauna increases the production of these heat shock proteins which are actually very therapeutic and can help to reduce insulin resistance. So think, you know, weight gain, type two diabetes, things like that. And it can also really help to um, reduce free radicals and reduce oxidative stress. It helps to improve muscle uh, recovery for post-exercise. So you, it ultimately helps build muscle mass through, through way of uh, expediting the recovery process. Lots of different things that these heat shock proteins can do in the body. Number four on benefits, it uh, helps to balance hormones and increase testosterone for guys and for women just to help to balance your, your sex hormones. Very, very helpful. And, you know, there's a great study in this, especially for anyone like guys listening to this, who are looking to gain muscle. It helps to ramp up growth hormone and testosterone, which is huge, especially post-workout. And for women listening to this, growth hormone is also still a good thing because that helps to regenerate the body. It can help with skin, it can help with hair, it can help with connective tissue and healing from different aches and pains, it has a lot of benefits when done naturally. I don't suggest anyone go start injecting growth hormone like a bodybuilder might, but getting a little natural boost through sauna therapy is absolutely a good thing. Increases cardiovascular health and helps to lower high blood pressure. So uh, again, if you're in like really bad shape and you've had, let's say a heart attack or you have some active cardiovascular issues, You'd want to speak to your you know, medical professional to see if saunas are safe for you. But for the most part, if you're just looking to improve your cardiovascular well-being and prevent some of these issues, 
sauna exposure is absolutely fantastic. I mean, it, it's been shown to increase cardiac output, increase nitric oxide, which is a huge, huge component to blood flow and to all sorts of benefits. It helps to lower high blood pressure, which is huge. You know, there's so many people on uh, blood pressure medications, which I'm going to get into in another episode and just increasing blood flow to areas in your extremities and things like that. And just helping with cardiovascular uh, risk, helping to reduce cardiovascular risk is absolutely fantastic. Um, and there's been some good kind of surveys and epidemiology done showing sauna users have reduced rates of sudden cardiac death, of fatal heart disease, of fatal cardiovascular disease. And so it's really beneficial on that front. If you have a hist uh, family history of those things to take this step, you know, in addition to exercising and eating well and sleeping well, sauna therapy is absolutely fantastic and has been shown to help improve the endothelial function, which is really suggestive of a preventative role in preventing arterial sclerosis. And so there's lots of reasons to, you know, use a sauna. I'm going to fly through the rest of these because this was a long list I've put together, but it can improve post-exercise uh, recovery and increase your stress resilience, which is really cool. And lots of studies showing that as well with the, you know, there's a been a really cool study that's showing a 140% increase in serum growth, growth hormone following a sauna session compared to a control group that didn't use a sauna session post-workout. This is really critical for, for building muscle, burning fat, and can help to increase performance, can help to increase uh, your overall physical fitness and, and overall athletic performance as well. It helps with your skin health. Although you may be not exposing, you know, you may think like, oh, heat, skin, this is probably going to age my skin, but the research is clear. Regular sauna usage has a positive effect on your skin physiology, especially your skin pH, uh, which can be really helpful. And even though you're sweating a lot, as long as you shower right after, it can help to uh, reduce things like acne uh, for a multitude of reasons. And it helps to, you know, normalize lipid profiles like LDL cholesterol seems to go down. You know, there's a positive effect, uh, a study done looking at um, you know, basically uh, sauna therapy uh, in lowering LDL cholesterol and slightly increasing HDL cholesterol. Very interesting. And I think one of the best benefits, as far as I'm concerned, is the anti-aging and longevity benefits. And it, it, the sauna usage and sauna research has really shown a reduction in all-cause mortality. And the frequency for this benefit, for this profound risk, risk reduction was a four to seven times per week. So basically doing this on a four times per week would be the minimum effective dose to receive the maximum benefit with up to daily usage. And, you know, people that use the sauna, they just live longer. That's something I'm interested in. That's for sure. Especially for something that's so enjoyable. There's great research showing it improved symptoms of depression, 28 patients with mild depression, general fatigue, a lot of other issues underwent five days per week of sauna session for four weeks. And these subjects had significant improvements compared to controls in improving their mood, enhancing their ability to relax, having all these benefits to their mental health can help to, sauna can help to reduce chronic pain as well, can help to increase cognitive performance and brain health. That's a huge thing. Sauna usage four to seven times per week has been correlated with a 66% decrease in your risk for dementia and a 65% decrease in Alzheimer's risk. I mean, these are serious, serious numbers, guys. So, I mean, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. So if you're still with me, I bet you're ready to go jump in a sauna and start sweating. You're like, all right, Ryan, you sold me. I'm game. These benefits sound great. I, I love the heat. I love the sweat. I love the sauna. 
So then the question remains, you know, what's the best practices? And so I want to make something clear. You don't have to go out and buy a super expensive sauna. A lot of these benefits can be had through simply sweating. Now, whether, and, and any hot area will work regardless of the heating unit. So whether that sweat is induced by hot yoga class, uh, whether that sweat is induced by throwing on some sweats and going out for a cardio session or just doing some exercise in a hot summer day, or maybe just you're cranking up the heat in your car and you're just sweating it out, which I don't advise because your car is going to reek. But the main takeaway here is to expose yourself and your body to hot environments that cause it to sweat. That's where the benefit is had. And there's some additional benefits with infrared saunas because it does penetrate some of the uh, tissue on our uh, below our skin, you know, can help to mobilize and uh, fatty acids and cause more fat burning. The infrared lights are generally um, known to help reduce your skin health in general. And so there's some additional benefits with the infrared, but regular saunas are going to be great too. And as far as the temperature, here's the, here's the main takeaway with the temperature. Higher temperature saunas with a lower duration, meaning you crank that thing up to like 190, 200, 210 degrees, but you may only stay in there for 15 minutes or 20 minutes. That is great for cardiovascular health and for stimulating these heat shock proteins I went over. Really, really helpful for recovery, helpful for building muscle, jacking up growth hormone, fantastic. On the flip side, slightly lower temperatures, like 140, 150, 160, with a longer duration, because it's not as hot, you can stay in there for 30, 35, 40 minutes, maybe even longer, this is really helpful for the detoxification benefits. Now there's going to be a crossover of those specific modalities with each other. So just because you're doing, let's say a lower temp for longer, doesn't mean you won't increase heat shock proteins and increase growth hormone and improve your cardiovascular system. You absolutely will. But if you're looking for the specific targeted approach for certain benefits, that's the thing to keep in mind. Are you looking for mainly detox as your primary goal with some of these other things being obviously beneficial, or are you looking for more so cardiovascular benefits and uh, recovery and heat shock proteins? That's going to determine what is going to be a better fit. And so there's really a couple of advantages of infrared. The one thing with infrared is it won't get super hot. It won't get you. I've never seen an infrared sauna that gets over 200 degrees, but it does penetrate the subcutaneous fat layer. So it can really help to burn more fat. And then it also helps to induce sweating while maintaining a lower temperature in the sauna because of the way the infrared lamps are heating your body up. So for those people who find it difficult to sit in a sauna, if you go into a sauna at 180, 190, you're like, I can't even do five minutes, Ryan, let alone 15. Then the infrared might be a better heating mechanism option for you. You might get more value out of that. Whereas if you're like, dude, I love the heat. I like to feel like my eyeballs are going to burn out. And you're just, you know, you love that intensity, uh, which some people do. Then an infrared might not be for you you might be better off going with a traditional dry sauna where you can crank that temp up and, and just go ham in there. Um, one guy that comes to mind that does this is uh, Laird Hamilton, famous big wave surfer. He gets his sauna so cranked up and then he does like assault bikes and all sorts of crazy stuff in there. And it's so hot. He has to put on like oven mitts because otherwise his hands will burn when he touches the assault bike. And he'll do like insane, like 210, 212 degrees, absolutely wild temperatures. Don't recommend it for the faint of heart. Next thing is a couple of tips when purchasing a sauna. Uh, make sure you have like a good exhaust fan or a good proper ventilation so that after you're done, you could open up the door and let it air out to prevent any type of 
you know, one foul smell, but two, you don't want your, you don't want any mold in your sauna from all the sweating, all the uh, liquid. I always put towels down to soak most of that up. And then I'm doing loads of, I'm not, my girlfriend's doing loads of towels every week because, you know, we got to keep all that stuff clean. Um, you also want to make sure your sauna is constructed. Like I said, non-toxic materials, good quality wood, no gnarly adhesives. You don't want any chemicals outgassing while you're trying to detox your body. And then <clears throat> next would be the EMFs. Make sure you find a sauna with low EMFs. And there's a couple other things to do in conjunction with sauna therapy as we wrap up here uh, that I find to be just as important as the sauna. So first off, stay freaking hydrated. Drink plenty of high quality water. I've done episodes on how much water you would benefit from, water filtration techniques. I'm actually going to do an episode shortly on the best water filters that I use in my home and what I recommend. But you gotta be drinking water before, during, after the sauna. Cause when you're sweating like that, your body's hydration needs go up. The next thing is uh, I love to exercise prior to the sauna. That really is a great one-two punch combo. And if you're looking for the trifecta, this is the trifecta I do pretty close to daily. And then I do some sort of movement, whether that's resistance training, whether that's interval training, whether that's uh, mountain biking, surfing, paddle boarding, maybe it's just a walk out in the sunshine. I do some sort of movement and then I hit the sauna right after I'm done with that movement. This is always in the morning for me. So I do my movement, I do my sauna, and then I cap it off with a cold shower. And my God, you feel like a new person after that. You feel like a million bucks. I mean, your, your energy and vitality and mood are just sky freaking high. I mean, you're high, you're high on your own supply. Like this is hitting all the right neural pathways in the body and hormonal pathways to just make you feel freaking amazing. So I am a huge fan of that trifecta and something I've just have all sorts of friends and people over and they do that with me and they're like, wow, I feel so damn good right now. I cannot believe it. So that's a, that's a little tip for you. And then during the sauna session, I like to do some stretching or flexibility work. I find it really opens me up to do some stretching in the heat. Uh, I really enjoy that. And then I like to do some breathing techniques. So I'll do some deep nasal breathing while I'm stretching in through the nose, like a nice three, four second inhale through the nose. And then on the exhale, doing a prolonged exhale with a nice humming sound during that exhale, because that activates the vagal tone and that vagal nerve activation helps to really ramp up your nitric oxide production. So this is like high level shit, you guys, but I'm telling you, you do your resistance training or your, your workout or your movement session, you jump in the hot sauna that's been preheating during your movement session, and you do some stretching of the muscles you just worked with that breathing technique while you're doing your stretching to really ramp up nitric oxide, blood flow, oxygenate all the body. Oh my gosh, is it freaking phenomenal. It is just, it's like, it's the best thing ever. Best thing ever. So I'm a huge fan. And, and this, the shower after the sauna is a must because some of the toxins that are excreted through the sweat can actually be reabsorbed through the skin if you don't shower after sauna sessions. So cold showers have additional benefits and I highly recommend it because you're so hot. The cold shower is not brutal like it usually is it actually feels good it's refreshing it's like you want the cold water uh so it's the one time to fit in the cold shower too that most people are game because it's not like doing it first thing in the morning where it's just like the most unpleasant experience ever the cold shower post on is like that's pleasant but you still get all the benefits and it cools the body down so you're not sweating the rest of the day after your after your sauna sessions and you know there's obviously other things you could do in the sauna i love to journal i love to do some meditation something about being in like a box 
just helps me really get into a deeper state of meditation and reflection. Um, and then the other factor with saunas is it's a great place for conversations. I mean, I'll have friends over and we'll have some of the best sauna, sauna talks uh, where we'll go to have just deep conversation about all sorts of stuff. So that's what I got for you today, guys. I know I covered a lot of ground. I hope you found this information helpful. I'm going to put a link below to my favorite sauna company. Let them know I sent you and they'll give you the pretty substantial discount. I think they give uh, my patients and my, my students, and my listeners, like, I don't know, like five or $700 off the, the normal pricing. So let them know that's where you heard about them and they'll hook you up with a good deal on a sauna and share this along to anyone in your life that uh, needs a little more sauna action to, to really amplify all the, all the things in their world. See you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found it helpful, please share it along to anyone else you believe it can serve. You can submit your own question to be answered on the show by going to ryankennedyhealth.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Your feedback helps to support me on my mission to positively impact as many people as possible with this information. Please note, the information depicted in this episode is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine.